You're listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 282, Five Ways to Be a Better Mom in the New Year. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hey, Mama. Happy New Year. I hope you had an enjoyable holiday with little family drama. I've been reflecting on the desire many women have to be better moms in the new year, but they don't know what to focus on or where to start. And I thought about the most impactful changes my clients have made over the years and boiled them down to five essential things to focus on to be a more effective and more connected mom in the new year. And that's what I mean when I say better, being more intentional and aligned, showing up for yourself and your kids in a way that resonates with your values. So the first way to be a better mom in the new year is to cultivate curiosity and make fewer assumptions. As moms, myself included, we often jump to conclusions about our kids' behavior without knowing all the facts. Our knee-jerk reactions can lead to unnecessary conflict. Instead, let's embrace curiosity by asking questions and seeking to understand our kids' perspectives before attempting to be understood. This fosters trust and helps your kids feel comfortable sharing their thoughts and feelings with you. Recently, I guided a client to approach her teenage daughter's missed curfew with curiosity. Rather than immediately resorting to lectures and punishment, she calmly asked questions. The result was that her daughter opened up about things she probably wouldn't have shared otherwise, and my client was able to connect with her and see things from her perspective before deciding on a consequence. Approaching situations with curiosity goes beyond just seeking information. It demonstrates genuine interest in your child's world and minimizes the chances of misunderstandings. By being curious and seeking clarification, you reduce the likelihood of misinterpreting your child's behavior or intentions. Curiosity also promotes empathy, helping you understand the motivations behind your child's actions. This understanding reduces judgment, allowing you to respond with compassion and patience. Remember, it's all about connecting before correcting, establishing that emotional bond with your child before addressing behavioral issues. Moving on to another area for becoming a better mom in the new year, connection. I've talked a lot about this topic on the podcast, and I want to highlight three skills for practicing connection here. The first is what Simon Sinek calls the art of listening, which isn't merely hearing your kids' words, but ensuring that they feel seen, heard, and understood. This skill involves giving your full attention, maintaining eye contact to show engagement, allowing your kids to express themselves without interruption, and being genuinely interested in what they have to say. Simple phrases like, tell me more about that, and is there anything else? open the door to deeper conversations, strengthening the connection between you and your kids. The second skill involves actively tuning into your kids' emotions. 
you want to become like a detective of their feelings, observing not only their surface level behavior, but the underlying feelings that drive that behavior. Once you identify their emotions, your response can be more compassionate. You can let them know that their feelings are valid and understood. This doesn't mean agreeing with their behavior, but recognizing their emotional experience. Saying things like, I can see that you're upset right now, or it makes sense that you feel sad, provides an environment where your kids can express themselves and feel heard and supported. Only after you've established this emotional connection do you then address the behavior itself. This approach transforms discipline into a collaborative effort where you work together to find constructive solutions. Doing this not only guides your children towards better choices, but it also nurtures a relationship built on trust and safety. And the last skill I want to highlight when it comes to connection is having fun. It might sound crazy, but so many moms forget to have fun with their kids. I always like to send my clients gifts for the holidays. And this year I sent them a game called, Do You Really Know Your Family? It was a huge hit. Here are some of the responses that I got. Hi, Pam. Thank you so much for the gift. I've been playing it with my son and he really enjoys it. I plan to continue playing it. It's another way we are bonding. Thanks so much for the Christmas gift, Pam. I opened it and the kids immediately wanted to play. We had a really fun time. My son brought it to our extended family celebration today and we played with cousins and grandparents. Such a thoughtful gift. I know we'll play it again and again. Really appreciate it. And finally, hi, Pam. Thank you so much for the family game. We played it last night and it was so fun. My oldest son thought he was too cool to play, but heard us laughing from his bedroom. So he decided to come down too. He played the rest of the game with us. It made my heart happy. Thank you again and happy holidays. If you need ideas for having fun with your kids, check out episodes 38, The Power of Play, and 247, Seven Ways to Make Parenting Easier and More Fun. The third area to be a better mom in the new year is self-care. You knew that one was coming, didn't you? Well, it bears repeating for its profound impact on your overall well-being as a mom. Two key facets within the self-care umbrella deserve special attention alone time, and self-compassion. First, let's talk about alone time, a precious commodity that often feels elusive in the world of motherhood. The message here isn't about extravagant hours-long escapes, but about acknowledging the value of even a few minutes of solitude. You don't need to overcomplicate this. If you get zero alone time now, then aim to carve out just five minutes a day. It's a small, manageable goal that can yield significant benefits for your mental and emotional health. If, on the other hand, you're fortunate to have ample alone time, make sure you're using it as a genuine opportunity for rest and rejuvenation rather than constantly doing for others. Now, on to the equally important concept of self-compassion. This involves cultivating a kind and understanding inner dialogue, particularly during moments of perceived failure. As moms, we often extend compassion and empathy generously to our kids and others, but struggle to offer the same grace to ourselves. Embracing self-compassion means acknowledging that, like everyone else, we are imperfect human beings just doing the best we can. Self-care is the foundation for a more grounded and balanced approach to motherhood in the new year. The fourth strategy for being a better mom in the new year involves a commitment 
to follow through on your words and boundaries. Whether you're establishing boundaries around your time, setting expectations and consequences for your kids' behavior, or just telling your kids you're going to pick something up for them at the store, the key is to follow through. This consistency fosters a sense of security for your kids who learn to trust your words. And it also reinforces the importance of accountability and responsibility. Following through on commitments is a powerful way to model integrity and teach your kids about the significance of keeping one's word. The fifth and final tip for leveling up your mom game this year is to let your kids ride the wave of negative emotions and face a bit of failure. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but hear me out. Your kids are going to experience negative emotions, whether you like it or not. So it's essential to let them grapple with those feelings and develop resilience. While your support is invaluable, the key is not to swoop in and fix everything or rob them of opportunities to grow through challenges and adversities. It's about being a loving and guiding presence rather than a constant problem solver so they can learn and adapt from life's inevitable ups and downs. To recap, the five ways to be a better mom in the new year are to become more curious, increase connection through listening, validating, and having fun, focusing on self-care with alone time, even in bite-sized increments, coupled with a mindset of self-compassion, following through on your words and boundaries, and allowing your kids to experience negative emotions such as frustration, boredom, disappointment, and sadness. If you find yourself resonating with these topics, I want you to consider partnering with me as your coach as we embark on the new year. As your parenting coach, I'll be there to provide guidance, support, and practical tools to help you develop the skills we've discussed today. Imagine yourself naturally approaching challenges with curiosity, strengthening your connection with your kids, prioritizing self-care without guilt, and consistently following through on your commitments. If that sounds amazing to you, let's connect and explore how my coaching can help. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini to sign up for a free consultation. Wishing you a wonderful new year ahead filled with laughter, love, growth, and meaningful shared experiences with your kids. I'll talk to you again next week. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.